It is Tuesday. Time for Mobility Makers, brought to you by Bridgestone. No matter what the next generation of mobility will be, it will be on wheels. And Bridgestone will be there. Bridgestone solutions for your journey. Perhaps you've had one of those moments where all of a sudden this new car of yours jams on the brakes and saves you from a rear-end accident. Well, it happens a lot. And those collision warning and emergency braking systems have had dramatic impacts on rear-end crashes. This comes to us as one of the most comprehensive studies into this automated feature. We're joined by um, Christopher Hill, Director of Surface Transportation for MITRE, the company that did this research on behalf of the Department of Transportation. Christopher, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How broad was this study? What, what was the population of vehicles that you were looking at? Well, it was a, it's part of a, a, a partnership uh, between the federal government, the Department of Transportation, and nine of the major automobile manufacturers, representing about 80% of the domestic light vehicle fleet in this country, uh, and essentially has been working over the last uh, three or four years to assess these, these technologies. So, so we've been able to look at vehicles from, from model year, uh, 2015 through 2020, probably about 20 million vehicles in total, and comparing those vehicles with uh, police-reported crashes from 13 states. And what did you find? How effective is this uh, automatic braking feature and the emergency braking feature? Well, essentially, uh, the uh, the automatic emergency braking and the uh, forward collision warning is eliminating about 50% of rear to uh, front to rear crashes. Uh, so really a, a very significant impact we're seeing from these technologies. And as a result, um, do we know, you know, fender benders, those kinds of rearing crashes don't often end in loss of life, but they can have pretty catastrophic injuries and in some cases fatalities. Yes, they, they can. And, uh, you know, we're seeing the, the same level of effectiveness across all of the different crash types that we evaluated. We're also seeing uh, similar effectiveness regardless of the conditions in which they're operating. So we're not seeing any degradation of the performance in low light conditions or uh, poor road conditions. Now, that was going to be my next question, because I know there was a study from AAA earlier in the year. Uh, and to some extent, IIHS had another one after that 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 indicated that perhaps these systems aren't as effective in low-light situations, that the LIDAR is is not as good as perhaps infrared sensors in some cases. Well, we certainly saw, and as I say, this is probably the largest uh, scale evaluation of these technologies that has taken place. And so we had sufficient data to be, uh, you know, have statistically significant results that allow us to segment between those different types of situations. So we were able to look specifically at performance in low light conditions, specifically at uh, the poor load conditions. And as I say, seeing very little degradation of, of performance in those situations. As we make these cars safer, and I know we saw that with uh, ABS systems, that after a while, driving behaviors change. And in that, in those cases, we actually saw people then following the vehicle in front of them closer. Is there any evidence or any data to suggest that people are relying too much on this system and are following too closely or aren't as attentive as they should be? Well, I think, you know, anecdotally, there's some opinions that that is the case. That certainly wasn't one of the factors that we controlled for in this evaluation and we're, we're very conscious that of course uh, 
there's a lot that goes into safety beyond just the technologies in the vehicle, as you say, driver behavior being being a primary one. One of the things that we intend to do is to acknowledge that uh, this isn't just a, a one-off evaluation. This mm-hmm. is a partnership that is going to continue to work together and start to dig into some of those uh, those deeper issues. We have a, a research roadmap that lays out work we want to do over the next two to three years where we can start to look at some of those uh, those sort of nuanced research questions to better understand that that situation. Very few seconds left, but are most of these systems now standard across vehicle lineups for most automakers or are they optional? Um, they, the automobile manufacturers have committed to make this a standard feature on the majority of vehicles by, I believe it's 2022. So uh, yes, newer model vehicles, we will see having these vehicles on pretty much as a standard feature going forward. And MITRE's research certainly validates that. Christopher Hill, we thank you so much for your research and your time. Thank you.